we've done an episode on Instagram for this already and now we have one for facebook baby so these are six hidden features that you're not using on facebook um some of these things are actually going to surprise you um really stick around for this one this is a really densely packed episode with some juicy info let's get it right into it this is the marketing natives providing actionable ways to grow improve and succeed in your business and now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. And this is also, I think, the second time we recorded this because we may have lost it. Yeah, so we did, actually. All transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably on an SD card, but it would probably take more time to find it than it would be to record it again. So uh, you know that it's going to be really, really good. Uh, and we actually, Christian, I think you talked about this before at our local marketing academy, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. local business owners, check out localmarketing.academy. It's uh, some, it's like an in-person workshop, and we covered this like hands-on. You can listen to the podcast you're going to get 80% of what you need, but we also do this locally. So if you're in the Dallas, Allen, Plano, Collin County area, you should check out the local marketing academy. Yeah. And we actually had way more than just six. These are just handpicked from that workshop. Yeah. I think, um, Christian gave me a wink. I don't know if that means he's hungry or if he had way more than six. No. Yeah. I had way more than six. Uh, All right. So the first one is spy on your competition ads. So this is something that before you could do from just going to like if you would go to bed branding's page on facebook and you would scroll on the left hand side of the menu you would see uh something that would say i think ads did it say ads page transparency no that's new ish well oh, okay so like yeah on the left hand side it would say something about like ads or something ads. something like, like that yeah it might have been i don't think it was page transparency that's too long um <clears throat> but you would click on there and you would actually see their ads that, you know, bed branding's ads that we were running. Um, you could do this for any page. Now, Facebook still has this, but they've completely taken it out from the pages and now it's a dedicated link. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash ads forward slash library, um, it's just a search engine for ads, right? So you can go there and if you didn't get that, just Google Facebook ads library pop right up and the way you do this is once you get in there you can search for uh the exact name of that company that you're looking for so um if you know you want to look at the ads for bit branding you would just type in bit branding and then on the drop down for that search will show you that particular page you just click on it and it will show you the ads it will show you uh the copy it will show you the media that we're using um it will show you some of the impressions uh an average of money spent. It doesn't give you very specifics. Um, and then again, it gives you an average of demographics as well. Um, so it doesn't give you specifics, but you can still get a lot of information from just looking at your competitions ads. Yeah. And we actually released a video, um, over on our YouTube channel of why paying attention to your competition is more important than paying attention to your own business. So you should check out that as well. So go over to YouTube. This, this is not intended to just be like a, a slap back to all of our content, but it, it is a very good video about why you should be paying attention to your competition all right number two here messenger automated responses and we have here saved replies um and again so kirsten taught this i'm gonna i'm gonna address this to christian or like 
um, pretend that I'm you guys as I talk to Christian about this and maybe there's questions that come up for me um, so I can ask him like hey how does this work because we're going to do our best job to tell you guys this audibly which is you know sometimes a little bit harder than if you were uh, seeing it visually so um, messenger automated responses I think the the first thing to say is that the yeah the messenger automated responses are things that within Facebook you can set up so that when someone sends you a particular message you can Facebook would automatically respond for you mm-hmm. um, instead of having to go with a third party integration like ManyChat, for example, um, and try to do automations that way. Facebook already has some built in um, standard automation responses that you can do um, by just going to your inbox. So, uh, this is, and we say hidden because you have to go to the inbox and then you have to go find automated responses. Um, and then in there, you have options that you can toggle on and off. Um, and some of those are actually pretty customizable as far as the actual message that you want to send and then the timing that it gets sent um, and different things like that. Yeah, we actually had an issue with that, though, which is why I think there's a default that it's on for some things. And it'll say like, hey, we're away right now, like during certain hours. And I think it picks it by the time that you say that you're quote unquote uh, available. So like a retail store from like eight to five. And it will say like you're away and that you'll be back later. Um, So we had an issue with that. I think this last week where we're like, oh, wait, hey, uh, we didn't see this message for, you know, right away because Facebook notified them and we didn't get notified. So you may have messages that you need to go check out too. So it's also just be aware. And then you also don't want the, the exact same message as somebody else. You should probably have something a little bit more customized to your, to your business and your brand. Yeah. I think with the, one of the cool things that you can do with uh, messenger automated responses is anytime someone leaves a good or bad review actually gives you two options. So if someone leaves a good review on your page, um, you can have it where it automatically responds to them saying, thank you. Uh, we truly appreciate this. Um, and then you can even put an image as part of that or a GIF or in a video as well. So Ooh. you can even make it a little bit more personalized where you can have your whole team saying, thank you. We need to um, do that. Dang it. We need to do that. And, um, and also you can do it for like a bad review. So if someone leaves you a bad review, um, you can have it automatically like instantly respond and say like, okay, how can we do better? Please message us. Like we want to make this right. Right. Um, Take away that negative review, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, and I, I, timing is of, of the essence when it comes to, to either having good or bad reviews. Um, so it's definitely good to have those two at least turned on, um, as part of your messenger automated responses. Now, the other thing, part of this is a two, two B is the save replies. So right there within the inbox, um, you can also do save replies. So if you get the same questions all the time and, um, or let's say someone asks you or is asking you about local marketing Academy, for example, um, we can do a save reply where, um, a little box will, you know, pop up and, um, we have like a list of just paragraphs of text and whatever. So we don't have to like copy and paste it from somewhere else. It's just living right there within your Facebook inbox. Um, and you get this by, um, if you click on someone's conversation, um, or combo, uh, you can click on the little, uh, speech bubble with the three little dots. Um, and in there you'll see save replies. Um, you click on that and then, um, within there you'll see the, all the automated responses and you can create them from right there as well. Awesome. All right. Number three, this one's pretty cool. Especially if you are like us, we have two people who, um, pretend to speak Spanish in the office. I know just kidding. They, they do speak Spanish. So, um, 
And if you have an audience that speaks multiple languages, then or like an audience like uh, potential employees, employers, um, or just people you're marketing to, it'd be really smart for you to uh, cater to them in their native language. So, um, you know, sometimes people's first language is Spanish, sometimes it's French, English, depending on who you're marketing to. So you can actually post in English and in Spanish. And I don't know if you can do like three or four. I, I, I think so. Okay. I, I don't, I've never tested that. Um, but yeah, I think the main thing here is that you can do it simultaneously. So if you post it in English, then you can also do it in Spanish and you'll actually have the power to dictate what that's, that's going to say instead of leaving it up to Facebook automatic translation services. So it's um, Ola, come to my house. And it's like, uh, what? No, yeah. no, no, don't do, <laughs> don't do that. Right. So, uh, in order to turn this on, you just go to settings, you go to general and then post in multiple languages and you just toggle it to allow. Um, then when you go back to create a post on your Facebook page, you will see, it will give you the option to do English and then it has a separating line and then it's, it has your next language that you want to, um, do. Yeah, go test that out for us. Have we ever done that? Have you done that? Mm, no. Okay. I'd be I'd be curious. I'm sure there's a few people who follow us that speak Spanish or French or something. Probably not very many French people, but yeah, Spanish. I would, I would definitely. So I would go to again your insights and just see yeah where your audience is located. So I mean, if it's 90 percent United States, then I think you're good with just English. Right. But if you have, I mean, if we had a 50 percent or the United States and like. You know, the other 50 are from like Venezuela for some reason. Okay, not Venezuela. Um, that's in my mind Japan. because well, I was watching uh, Jack Ryan. Oh, that's uh, so good, that's right? So good, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, Japan, yeah. We do then, have followers in Japan. Yeah, but again, yeah, if the number Three is people. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So if it was a big percentage, then I would say it absolutely makes sense to do multiple languages um, on your posts. Hey guys, so this is, if you're the first time listener, uh, this is the time where we tell you a little bit about us um, and we offer a little bit of an ad uh, and really this is just to help you. So we have a calculator that's going to tell you how much your website is going to cost. This is whether it's a redesign, whether it's a new website or whether it's an e-commerce site. So um, it's very sophisticated and honestly, it's probably one of the best ones we've seen online after doing research. Christian created this and it's pretty accurate. So it's going to give you a range and tell you, hey, my website is worth or my website to build this is between X and Y. And not only that, the results are emailed to you immediately. And you have an option where you can click a button and say, yes, I want Bitbranding to follow up with us and, you know, answer some questions. So there's a free strategy session attached to that if you'd like it. And we can talk about how you get your website live. It doesn't have to be with us. We'd love that. But um, we just want to make sure that you know how much it is for a website. Um, I to give a very short story, I remember Christian had a friend of a friend um, who got a website built. It was really, really, really bad, um, and he paid ten thousand dollars for something that should have been like fifteen hundred. So we never want anybody to be scammed or. Um, for lack of a better word, screwed over because they just don't know what they don't know. So just go to the calculator.bitbranding.co, fill that out, and get an honest idea of how much your website is going to cost. Boom, baby. All right, number four. Boom, baby. Boom, baby. <laughs> What's number four? Photo carousel for blog post or link. So normally if you post a, a link on Facebook, it's kind of frowned upon because Facebook's 
wants you to stay on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. So if you post a lot of outside links, uh, maybe to your blog post or maybe some YouTube videos, um, Facebook doesn't like that because you're taking the audience away from Facebook. So I think a good way to kind of mitigate this a little bit, um, and we're not saying to keep doing 10 links a week and just having it done this way. Um, <laughs> right. It's just like, you know, maybe once a week or maybe once every We should try this. Two have, weeks. We um, haven't done this yet, have we? Uh, we haven't, no. So, yeah, we definitely need to try this. So, um, so the photo carousel is where, you know, you can do multiple photos. Um, but the cool thing about the carousel is that you can attach links to that carousel. Now, typically, photos and photo albums do really well on Facebook. So the idea here is that you're doing a photo carousel and then you're attaching your blog link um, to that photo carousel. Um, making it a little bit, I don't know, better, more visually appealing um, to to your Facebook. And it, yeah, I mean, it looks different than just putting up a link and then putting that picture up, whatever that blog post is, for example. And this is, um, not, this is done organically, right? Like you would just go to your page like you're going to post regularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah click on the right of post and you do the photo and then you click on the carousel one. Huh. Um, so yeah, you would start with the, the carousel. And then you would you can add different pictures, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they're the pictures that are part of the blog post, right. so you can maybe provide a little bit more context to to the blog post. Yeah, um, and then add links, and then you can also do different links per picture. So, right. um, if you're maybe sharing three different links and you want to do it all in one post, then mm -hmm. this is a great alternative um, instead of doing different posts or just having that main image, you know, for that one blog post and then the other two links just kind of get less attention, I guess. Right, I think you kind of get lost in it. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And I just thought about something that would be, uh, we know that's what's kind of happening on Instagram, but like the progression of like connecting a story through a carousel, but if they like told the story through blog and then it's like, okay, read more, click these links. Like I think that could do really well. I want to use that. So we're going to, there's a couple of things in here that like Christian said, there's six on this, but we've, there's like 13, 20. I don't remember how many there were, but there was a lot. So we've done quite a few of these, but some of them we haven't tested yet. So we're going to definitely do that. So make sure you go to do that. And if you, and if you do this carousel, make sure to go over to Instagram at bitbranding and let us know. Uh, we'd love to see it. Check it out, engage, follow with you, um, and, and, uh, wish you some luck, give you some engagement. All right. Number five here, ban people from your page. Um, it is not nice for people to be not nice. Um, <laughs> we have a video specifically to tell you guys how to ban people from your Facebook page it's over on YouTube. Wow, this is just a, a lot of um, hitting over to our YouTube channel. It should be helpful for you. But really, you want to ban people who are just annoying or spammers or um, sometimes competition. Trolls. Trolls, yes, and not the little nice ones that um, you see from like the 80s. Like we're talking about the people who are under a bridge who are trying to like collapse the bridge and hurt you. Uh, those kind of trolls. And uh, also the people who are following you around on the internet that are just laughing and making fun of you. So make sure that you go to um, your Facebook page and get rid of those people. You can ban them. And how you do that is go to your Facebook page, click on settings, people, and other pages, and then check mark the person. So you can search in there too. You don't have to like mm -hmm. recently scroll. You can search a person like, oh, Billy Joel, he keeps making nuisance on here. So I'm going to click this check mark. Then you hit the gear icon and you click ban from the page and Billy Joel is gone. No more Billy Joel. No more Billy Joel. No 
no more Billy Joel. He's not going to be a nuisance to you anymore. You go on, you post happier, you live a happier life, um, all because you're able to ban the person. Yeah. So don't ban everyone, obviously. And yeah. Don't, don't do it so often. But yeah, there's definitely know, times where, yeah, you definitely need to. You'll know. I think we've only had to ban like one person or two people in like five years or four or five years. Yeah. And I think it, they're always bots. Yes. And yeah. They just have the, either the Ray-Bans. Yeah. Ray-Bans for sale. Gosh, $99 <laughs> or whatever for these Ray-Bans. <sighs> Such a great deal. Like Uncle Carlos or Johnny. <laughs> like, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, all right. So the last hidden feature that we have here is called a link sharing debugger sounds like a bunch of random words put together but it's a a link that facebook provides for developers to debug your links right so um the way it works so okay you may have had this happen before where let's say you publish a brand new blog post and um Google still hasn't fetched the information. Facebook obviously haven't fetched the information. So it's a brand new link on the website, on the internet, right? So none of these social networks worked where as soon as you publish something, you know, they know that that thing was published, right? So you have to let them know that you published something new. So the way you would normally do this is, you know, you would grab the link and then you would go to your Facebook page and then you would paste it. And then you would share it. But sometimes when you paste that link, it doesn't come up with the little preview that has the image, it has the title and the author and the description and all that. So in order to get that preview and get that preview shown correctly, um, then you would want to, I think the best way, we have the link in here, so we'll have it in the descriptions and the notes. Um, But you can just Google Facebook link sharing debugger um, and it will give you the link. That's for, again, it looks like a Facebook developers thing, but literally all you do is just paste your link in there and then you click fetch and you click, keep hitting fetch or scrape again. I think it's the the button um, until you get all the correct information in there. So once you get all the correct information in there, then you can use that link back on Facebook and it will work like a charm. Mm -hmm. Um, Another way to do this is like if you're, maybe you uploaded a new GIF to giphy.com and you want to use this gif on your facebook page um but when you paste the link on facebook again it's just not working correctly or it's like one of those gifs that when you click on it it opens in a new tab it's very very annoying it goes to giphy.com yeah so you can do the same thing here you know you you can upload your gif on giphy.com and then you can go to the link sharing debugger to debug that link until it shows up the little gift little circle thing um on the preview um so yeah it's kind of helpful um i've used it a lot of times especially when we're you know like those two scenarios is mainly where i use it <laughs> yeah we I'm use them a lot <laughs> a, a, a blog post or um doing gifts Awesome. All right. We hope you guys got a lot out of this episode. Six hidden features you're not using on Facebook. And honestly, we haven't used all of them either. So uh, make sure you go use them. They'll help you grow your business and probably help you stand out from the competition. If this is your first time listening, please make sure to you, that you hit subscribe. That way you don't miss out on any episodes that come out in the future. We have new episodes come out every Monday. And if you've been listening for a while, make sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us an honest rating and review, and we will shout you out. Um, we will not yell on the podcast, but we will talk about you on the podcast. So you'll be able to hear yourself over the airwaves or your car or your, wherever you're listening to it. So pretty cool. Remember, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review and we will talk to you guys next week. 
The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 